As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel, and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things like their wings on. How do you have time to consume all this content? You're listening to Dave Spadaro interviews. I, I take a morning bike ride and I listen to Oh, oh I want to hear more it about is. that, but go ahead. No, the Schuylkill Trail. I, I oh, really? Yes. Wow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends, 1238 a.m. Monday morning following the Eagles 27-24 loss to the Los Angeles Chargers, as Zach Berman points out, 138 on his body clock. But um, can he make your body rock? I don't know. What a weird start to the show, Zach. Here's my hey, question. I wasn't uh, expecting that. Do you think we made enough of the fact heading into this game that we had Justin Herbert going up against Jalen Hurts a matchup for supremacy of the JH initials. Honestly, I go through many storylines before a game trying to ascertain what is uh, is potentially prominent in our coverage, and that did not come up in it. So, Who would have thought that maybe Jordan Howard could have made a case for best JH in the game at one point on Sunday? There you go. Or Josh Heupel. Are you just going to go down JH's now? I don't know. If you Wake Forest's own Josh Howard, right? Josh Howard, there you go. Nicely done. All right, Zach. Um, you know, I thought, uh, I told you this after the game, I thought this game was sort of the kind of game that I was expecting to see from the Eagles this season, um, in which they played pretty well, I thought. Um, and I know there are no moral victories, as you will tell us, but... Uh, on offense, Jalen Hurts was up and down. He made some spectacular plays. He had some bad misses. The offensive line did a really good job. On defense, you know, they tried to play a bend, don't break, and they didn't break a couple times, so they made a couple stops. But mostly this game came down to they were the less talented team, and the other team had a better quarterback, and that's why they won. And if this had been like, you know, what we've seen, what, what, one of the games we saw in the first half of the season, I think you would have thought, okay, things are trending in the right direction. But now after a loss, they're three and six and you have to start wondering what, what's going to happen the rest of the season. I thought this was one of their better games of the year, but you know, does that matter? Well, that's a, a valid question. And for full disclosures, that was the premise of the, of the story that I wrote tonight or the column that I wrote after the game was, was does how you lose matter, right? Or does all that matter is all that matter that you lost. Uh, I, I don't think this was a bad loss. I, I, I think it would have been a better win than it was a bad loss. Like you don't leave saying this was a, 
a devastating defeat. And, and you know, they did show growth. They 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 did look better than they did in their previous four losses. Uh, I'll I'll consider the San Francisco game a little different than this. Uh, that said, at, at some point, you're going to need to beat a good team, right? You know, it it can't just be if they you don't think look the Lions are a good team. What's that? You don't think the Lions are a good team? <laughs> Uh, like at, at at some point you're you're gonna need to win a game that you weren't necessarily expected to win, and today could have been that 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 that, that opportunity. I, I, and I I think that as much as there were positives in this game, and we can get into that, it's still you know the Jalen Hurts was still too inconsistent, particularly early in the game. The defense was still the defensive line did not get any pressure. We'll we'll get to that. The the coverage remained too soft. Like in the if if you break this down, the defense had had more positives than they've had in some previous games. Jalen Hurts had some more positives than he had in some previous games. But overall, like this isn't this isn't little league. You you need to win games. You need to have winning plays. You need to do enough to win. You need uh I'm I'm not going to give you the coach speak about no moral victories because I do think there's there's nuance there's things that you have that that, that you can take from every game you have to understand where you are in the team building process we knew this was a transition year three and six is probably a reasonable for for where we expected them to be after nine games uh, but I I stand by that like at some point you're going to need to beat a team that you're not supposed to beat. And they had opportunities to win today, and they didn't do so. Jim and John Harbaugh. We're back on the JHs, huh? I'm just, I'm just throwing you some. <laughs> okay. um, you know, this, th- there is something that is like, uh, you know, on like the level of pain rankings for a game. There is something that is very uh, like helpless about, you know, tie game you you have a nice drive to tie the game with six minutes left and then you just you never get the ball back like uh you know los angeles just drives down the field converts a couple fourth downs runs the ball and then that's the game like the offense never gets the ball it's, it's just uh we can get into the flow of this game and some of the the things that you touched on but in terms of like watching a loss that is uh as well i wouldn't say as tough of of one but it's uh a very particular type of uh, painful loss. Yeah, but I mean, there were two fourth downs there where I, I know it's easy for me to say stop a fourth and one or you know fourth and two, whatever it may be. Yeah, I mean, they're just not going to do that. But look, that's they had some fourth that's, down stop. That's part of it. It's, I don't it, think it's the I don't I wouldn't put it on the make a stop on fourth. No, down. I'm, I'd put it on I'm do something different. I'm not, not putting it on, on. But I'm I'm saying there were there were plays there to get off the field. It was was my point. I am curious while we talk about this, and I, I know we're jumping ahead of it, but while we're talking about the end of game sequence, would you have gone for two when the Eagles uh, scored the tie of the game with 24? I would not have. Uh, I think that's too early to do it. Uh, with It was about six, yeah, six minutes left, 6.07 left. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there's like, a, I guess there's a case to be made that it, it changes what the chargers would do if they were if you don't get it and they're up one then maybe they'd be maybe they would be a little bit more conservative uh knowing they had a lead but i guess the way staley coaches i wouldn't expect that and then if you if you do get it um then you're only incentivizing them to go for it on fourth down even more but again maybe it doesn't change much for the chargers the way that they they that that they play or perhaps they they kick a field goal with what one forty five remaining, right? If you're if you're down one maybe. and you're in that spot, what's that? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I I don't know that. And Brandon Staley is the type of coach if he's going to go for it on just about any fourth and one. But you do wonder if you're down one in field goal range, do you go for that field goal just to take the lead, as opposed to uh, in a tie game when you're you know you're trying to score a touchdown and keep them from getting the ball back. So would you have gone for it for two? That is. I mean, I, I would always go for two to be honest with you. <laughs> um, oh, that's, that's kind of oh. G- gambling Zach over I, here. I once, uh, Zesty Zach. I once had that, that 
that conversation with with Doug Peterson, where, you know, I was saying why, it, 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 and this was after kind of the the rule changes, or I shouldn't say the rule changes, the extra point changes, and just looking at the percentages of extra points, and I'm saying like situation independent, right? Like unless you know you need one point, right? Um, like why you, would like there's two seconds left in the game, you tie the game, and an extra exactly, point wins yeah. the game, yeah. Yeah, why wouldn't you just go for two every time, right? I mean, just when you look at it from an odds perspective. And what did he um, say? I mean, I I don't want to get into conversations that were, you know, not not. You brought it up. I mean, I I, I brought up what I said. I'm not going to bring up what what someone else said. But um, I've I've said this in the past that uh, that I, I I would be more aggressive with with two point conversions. That said, in in that situation, I I didn't think it was egregious, and, and frankly, I I don't know what the um I'm I'm curious what what the data suggests you should do in that spot. So I I don't think it was a problem. I I just thought that uh, maybe they play that final drive differently if they're down one as opposed to if it's a tie game. Maybe. And this but could maybe just you be don't have to play such uh, loose defense uh, to to let them play that they way that they ended up playing. Sure. So should we talk about the defense or Hurts? Which we do first? Uh, let's talk about the defense first. Okay. Justin Herbert, thirty-two of thirty-eight. One of those incompletions was a spike for three hundred fifty-six yards, two touchdowns. Uh, uh, another like eighty-four percent completion. They've given up uh, five games this season, which is. The majority of their games this year, the opposing quarterback has completed at least 80% of their passes, which is insane. Um, it was it was tough to watch uh, at times, and it's like this is such a maddening defense. They got no pressure on Justin Herbert. One quarterback hit the entire game, and it was a roughing the passer on Steven Nelson. So a great job by the defensive line. Now, Justin Herbert was getting rid of the ball uh, quickly in this game. It was uh, the quickest he's gotten rid of the ball on average this season. But guess what? That's what everybody does against the Eagles because they're not getting any pressure with their front four and they're not doing anything else. Now, as 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 you pointed out, I believe they did uh, blitz more mm-hmm. than usual, a, a season high according to True Media. But it's just so easy week in and week out. And they made a couple nice important fourth down stops uh, early in this game but stylistically like this is this they played about as like the design of the defense was in this game right like uh they They did what they were supposed to do they had two they had two turnovers on downs they gave up one big play as you said but at the same time the chargers had one two three four, five, six, seven real possessions, not including their one play at the end of the first half. And on those seven possessions, the worst drive they had got to the Eagles 27 and they turned the ball over on downs. Like, that's it. Otherwise, they went, they scored a a touchdown, had a 98-yard drive in which they turned the ball over at the one-yard line, and then field goal, touchdown, touchdown, game-winning field goal. Like, there's, it's just not good enough. Yeah, so a, a few things there. First off, let's let's start with the defensive line. It's it's a problem when they don't get to the quarterback. It changes everything, and that, and that might seem like an obvious statement to make. And you know, there there might be um, a correlation does not mean causation. Here. Right side of the Chargers' offensive line was well, but the Eagles have tonight. The Eagles have twelve sacks and three wins this year. Five sacks and six losses. In four of those losses, they don't have a single sack. Right for your defensive line to not even hit the quarterback, that's that's bad. And I understand, I understand he gets rid of the ball quickly, and I understand that they had extra protection tonight. Right, so so there's times when when you're rushing four against you know six, right? Or and I I get that they were moving the pocket too to try to neutralize the Eagles' pass rush. Not that I'm, much. I'm I'm not dismissing any of that you still need to win your matchups, right? You still have guys in one-on-ones and you need to win those matchups. And uh, and if you want to know what's important to a team, look at where they spend their money. The Eagles spend their money and invest their resources on the defensive line, especially relative to other spots on the defense. And uh, when you don't when you don't touch the quarterback, 
you know, you get your, you're not getting your, your money's worth. You, you heard what Fletcher Cox said after the Vegas game, they don't pay me to play the screen, right? They, they pay me to get sacks. Well, he's, he's not doing that very often this year. Um, they're not get they, they were not this, they were not disrupting the quarterback enough. And I, I, I said it on the podcast the other day. It's not like a, a big statement that the game's going to come down to the Eagles defensive line. And can they get, and can they get the pass rush? Uh, and they, and they did not do it. And and now they they did blitz a season high 30%. Eight of those 12 blitzes came in the first half when the Eagles held the Chargers uh, to only seven points there. Uh, I I think overall you look like of the Chargers, five wins this season, 27 points. It's the second fewest they've scored. So, I mean, it's, it's not like the Chargers did to the Eagles points-wise what, you know, well, yeah, but I think if you look at points per drive, it's probably as high as they've had or close. Like maybe maybe that Browns game when they went nuts, okay. but there just there weren't a lot of possessions in this sure. game. The way that it went, there was so sure. much running. Um, and uh, you know, I mean, of the and I feel like Eagles it could have been a lot worse if the Chargers didn't run the ball so much. Well, well, like of uh, of the Eagles' six losses this season, you know, the twenty-seven points were the second fewest they've allowed. <laughs> um, so, so like I. I I, I don't think, sorry, my headphones are going in and out here. I, I can't imagine they were like that perturbed by the 27 points. You don't want to give up 27 points, but it's, I would think that, 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 that they thought they'd be in a game if, if they were, if it was in the twenties and, and they were in the game, you know, I mean, it was a, it was a three point <laughs> game, definitely in the game. Yeah. on a less, on a, on a last second field goal. Uh, the the coverage is too soft. I'm 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 not defending the coverage, and I'm I'm not letting Gannon off the coverage. Go. I, needs some Roman. <laughs> I I I don't want it to 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 make it seem like I'm absolving Gannon, and because I'm 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 not doing that. Uh, but I just I go back to that defensive line because this team, the way it's constructed, the way this roster is constructed, it cannot be a good defense if they are not getting pressure. And you can't tell me like I I know that this city loves blitzing right and that kind of thing. You can't tell me that sending, um, you know, Andre Shashere or Sashere. Yeah, Sashere. Sorry, like uh, having uh, you he know, almost having got home. Having T.J. Edwards come in on a blitz is is like what this this defense needs to excel. No, what what this defense needs to excel is Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox. Javon Hargrave, Derek Barnett to win at the line of scrimmage. Uh, those guys need to get to the quarterback. They, they, you know, I, I, I asked Gannon last week uh, about, and then this is something that every defensive coordinator I've, I've, I've covered kind of says like, you know, they don't pay attention to sacks. It's about pressures. And I've always said, well, sacks are negative plays, right? That, you know, you can, you can get a pressure, you can get a quarterback hit, but they still get the, 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 the pass off, it doesn't necessarily affect the outcome. Right. The, the only reason is, is pressures matter is, is because they're a, an indicator of when you're going to get a sack. Yeah. Because sacks are the things that actually matter. But like tonight, neither one was applicable, right? Because they, they did not get a quarterback hit. So, uh, you know, and zero and quarterback pe- hits is insane. <laughs> so this is, uh, yeah. So this is, this especially to me, as you said, for like the way that this team is built for the resources they put yeah. into that defensive line. So, Again, I, I don't want it to seem like I'm letting Gannon off the hook, um, but the the defensive line needs to be better. It's that simple. Well, yeah, but I don't think, I mean, I don't think that Gannon's doing a great job right now either. I mean. I, I That's literally what I just said, Bo. That's I know. <laughs> well, I know you said you're not letting him off the hook, okay. but I don't, I don't, I don't want him to be not on the hook either. Okay. All right. We've got multiple hooks here. <laughs> there you go. Okay. 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 Jonah Hill, Josh Ham, or John Ham, still on the JH. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> I feel like I need. I feel like I need. We need. Uh, Justin uh, Houston. Uh, right? No, I don't have enough. Oh, Justin Houston. That's a good one. I don't have enough female representation here on the JHs. So I'm gonna think of a. Well, there's a JLH who I know you're very familiar with, but I can't. That does. <laughs> I don't know if that counts. Uh, Jennifer Hudson. How about that? There you go. All okay. right. Let's, let's, let's get back to uh, the matter at hand. <laughs> uh, Justin Hamilton, former Eagle. So, uh, man, we are, I feel like we have, we are both uh, just totally on fumes here, huh? 
I mean, I'm I'm ready to. I'm, I I have manufactured energy here. I'm I'm ready to go. Well, I mean, I feel like you need to need to do some better manufacturing. <laughs> Wait, you don't think I'm bringing the energy to the show, <laughs> Marissa? Can you chime in, please? I'm going down the list of JH um, <laughs> famous people names, but I actually will have to agree with Zach. I think he's bringing the energy before the podcast started. Maybe I'll slip it in right in this spot right here. All right. Ready? Yep. Ready. Let's roll. Okay. I got that on camera. That's good. <laughs> he's pumped. He's ready for this. Okay. So, do, so like, do you go be... like John Henderson, like slap yourself in the face before the game? No, there will be like, uh, you know, times when it's been a busy week at work or, or, or something like that. Um, but like my, but I was going to say my wife, Emily has a double date planned or, or something, you know, that, that, that I'm not really in the mood to, uh, to, to, uh, to go to, but you have to be on. And so I'll say like, all right, 90 minutes, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it for 90 minutes. I'm going to have 90 minutes of manufactured energy and then I'm done. Right. Um, and, and so that's kind of how I, I looked at the podcast. Uh, <laughs> I've been going since five 30 this Something morning. You don't want to do. No, it's, it's not that I don't want to do it. It's, it's just that like, if, if we were having a conversation, if, if we were at the bar right now, I'd probably be like, you know what? I'm, 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 I'm going to head upstairs and go to sleep if you, you know, uh, but, uh, we're doing the pod. And so I'm like, all right, 90 minutes of manufactured energy. So actually, so when you say I need to bring more energy, it, uh, well, I'm, I, 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 I might be, to that. maybe I'm projecting. I mean, I do <laughs> not feel hundred percent. Perhaps uh, if, if, if our listeners can chime in when you listen to this, uh, whether it's in your car, on your commute, while you're doing the dishes, whatever it may be, if you feel like I'm not bringing the energy, let me know on Twitter at Z via email at Z You're always bringing the energy. Okay. That's uh-huh. a deviation we didn't need there. So. I got one. Jim Henson. Terp. Ooh, Terp. Nice. I didn't know that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy, one. Jimmy Haslam. And <laughs> we'll say no comment on that one. <laughs> I got to find some more female JHs. It's actually Jimmy like... Haslam can go to the top of the list once, uh, once he, once he pays a certain <laughs> offensive lineman, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone. Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Um, Injury-wise, Zach, uh, Darius Slay goes out, and mm-hmm. Avante Maddox goes out, and Josh Sweat goes out. And it doesn't really change anything. But uh, Maddox came back. Maddox came back, and then he went out again. He didn't finish the game. Okay. Uh, he came, he, he was, rep- and it was interesting because when he went out the first time, Andre Sachere became the nickel, and then Maddox came back, was clearly not himself. And then they played Marcus Epps as the nickel mm-hmm. uh, for most of the second half. So uh, TBN, the big nickel. So that was interesting. And didn't really. And Zach McPherson, Zach McPherson Zach. replaced Darius Slay. It didn't really uh, didn't really seem like it made much of a difference one way or the other, which maybe says something a little bit about this, the way the scheme is designed. But um, those are things that happen. Yeah, I mean, Keenan I, Allen, your boy, twelve catches for one hundred four. Well, he's more Nick Sirianni's boy than my boy, but I, I, I did like when he was at Cal. So, oh, good player, and uh, uh, like, like this is the type of game that <laughs> that he would excel in. You know, you would think that uh, yeah, exactly against the zone defense. You, know you would think coming, Sirianni would say whole. You would think Sirianni would say like, I, I coached this guy when he had hundred plus catches. 
his, his first two Pro Bowl years, okay? Don't give him space underneath. <laughs> like, like, don't give him soft coverage to navigate in the zone. Don't do that with, with Keenan Allen. Well, look what you do with Keenan Allen. Uh, well, Zach, I think what everybody's really tuning in for, of course, is the update on Super Sorecasting. So let's give them that. I needed a, one more Keenan Allen, I think. You did, or Mike Williams. Yeah. You had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams combined for 15 or more catches. You got that for 12 turkeys, and they had 14 catches, 12 for Keenan Allen, two for Mike Williams. Tough loss there. Kenny Gainwell leads all Eagles running backs in total yards. That did not happen. He had three yards rushing and nothing receiving. Uh, Jordan Howard led the way with 71 yards and a touchdown on 17 carries. The, you know, Jalen Hurts only threw the ball to four different receivers in this I game. Did, I actually. mean, yeah. he only threw 17 passes, but six targets for Goddard, six targets for Devontae, three targets for Quiz, and one target for Jalen Rager. An ill fated nice, target. A nice six yard loss <laughs> yeah. uh, for Jalen Rager as his uh, Sterling career continues apace. Uh, and then you had, of course, Twitter going crazy. Marissa getting the pings all over the place. Charles Davis coming through. How much did you slip him to mention her batterly? So in the broadcast. Honestly, um, <laughs> well, to answer your question succinctly, because I don't want people to misinterpret the pause. I did not slip him anything, obviously. Uh, no, uh, Charles Davis was at practice on Friday. And I was going to, I was, <laughs> I was going to go up to him and not like, I'm not, not say to him like, Hey, we have this, this esoteric game that I, I don't have time to explain to you, but it, you know, he's uh, probably a listener. <laughs> I was just going to say like, isn't it so cool that her batteries <laughs> from Philadelphia Nazir Adderley gets to return. Like I was just going to say something like that to him, to the, the, but then I thought, how spooked out would he be <laughs> if someone just came up to him at the Eagles practice and randomly said, like, how cool it is that that Nazir I feel like Adderley. if anything, that might have made it less likely for him to say. <laughs> so I said, you know what? In the spirit of the game, I'm just, you know, we'll just see if it comes up organically during the game. And I haven't listened to the broadcast yet, uh, but I uh, I heard it came up early. I also want to see what they were saying about Gannon and um, and and Staley because I I saw they had the yeah the wedding photo. I would have liked a Zach Berman reference there, considering <laughs> the piece you wrote yesterday. Well, I I think a handful of people wrote that story this week, but uh, but I was I was I had been interested in it for some time because I had heard during the summer how close they were. Uh, Sheil had Dallas Goddard sets a season high in receiving yards, which was 72 did not hit Goddard had 43. He had a player unsuccessfully tries to down a punt inside the five yard line. And this was maybe the most exciting play of the game. When the Eagles punted on fourth and five in the first quarter, it looked like there was a chance this was going to happen. A nice punt from Aaron Sipos lands inside the five and the, the uh, gunner is there. But if it had taken a weird bounce or if uh, Gunner's foot was on the goal line, that one would have hit for Shield. Uh, unfortunately, it did not. Unfortunately for him. Bad decision, had... by the way. Keep well, your offense we'll, on the field. We'll get, fourth and we'll get to that. We'll get to okay. that. Uh, the Eagles win the toss and elect to receive. That did not happen. I uh, spent all my turkeys on a big roster. I had Jalen Hurts has more passing yards than Justin Herbert. Definitely did not happen. Nick Sirianni wins a challenge. I thought he could have challenged that catch by Donald Parham along the right sideline. Looked like an incompletion to me. I thought he should have challenged that. He did not, and so I don't get that. An eagle catches his first pass of the season. As we said, only four targets or only four different players targeted, none of them first-timers, despite Tyree Jackson making his debut. Throw the ball to Jordan Howard one time for me, Nikki. Come on. Did not happen. Uh, the Eagles set a season high in rushing yards in a game. Didn't happen. The Eagles have more total touchdowns scored than Devontae Smith receptions. Didn't happen. Jalen Hurts attempts fewer than 27 passes. That was my big spend. I hit it. Unfortunately, that means we tie, which doesn't really help either of us. Now we're both at two and a third on the season, two full weeks behind Shield, who has four and a third. Longest view in the room. There's still a lot of time left. 
Okay. Right? They don't get it. So. They don't crown anyone in 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 week nine. Well, that's true. So uh, you said bad decision not going for that fourth and five. Absolutely. You know, generally speaking, I'm I'm down for going for those. Like in that situation, I'm usually gung ho. I'll go. But on the previous play, Jalen Hurts misses a wide open Dallas Goddard. So like, you really feel that good about him uh, completing a fourth and five? I don't know. I I feel like that's the kind of thing where like the context of the game changes things a little bit. Now I don't you know you don't you know you got to marry the analytics you don't date them but I think that was important context. I mean I think that the third and five play is independent from what a fourth and five play would be. I I saw I mean this was the opening drive they converted a third and five earlier in the drive by the way when Hertz hit 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 Goddard I, I think for eighteen yards uh, you saw on the final offensive drive Goddard scramble on on two third right on on two third downs to extend the drive um fourth and five at the 45 when i mean it was a great punt but i'm i'm not judging yeah, i mean i don't love it that. but but uh you know chances are there if that goes in the end zone you net what 25 yards yeah so i yeah, i would fair. keep my offense on the field what a flip uh, the field of the chargers though to take that take that in swing <laughs> position 98 yards yeah from the one to the one yep yeah a mirror drive, as you pointed out. I mean, a, a, a huge stand by the defense there, by the way, though, like keeping them, you know, f- you know, first and goal at the two, right? We were killing the Eagles offense when they didn't punch it in against San Francisco. Well, here's the defense steps up. So on the same side of the field, it might be that side of the field, right? That's also the side of the field where against the in, the, in the Atlanta game, you yeah. know, in the playoffs. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it is that side of the field. You you don't want to go north. You want to go south, <laughs> right? That's 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 toward North Philly, that, or sure. yeah, it's toward North Broad. John Hughes, still in the JHs. I got a bunch. <laughs> Does oh. Jennifer Love Hewitt count? Well, that's what that was the JLH that I alluded to earlier. Oh oh, I got Jamil Hill. Julianne Huff, mm. big Dancing with the Stars fan. And then a lot more guys. James Harden, Drew Holiday. Uh, James Harden. How about the mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart? Zach Speaking hates of us right south. now. <laughs> What's that? I said Zach hates us right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Zach. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about... Uh... You know, to all your, uh, to all the aspiring journalists out there, <laughs> work really hard in journalism school. You know, f- you know, give a, a focus on, on these. In- uh, take a job wherever you can in your twenties, and 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 try to work your way up the ladder. Miss holidays, miss miss all miss miss all this stuff, so, so you can get to a point where at one oh eight a.m. you can talk about <laughs> JHs on a podcast. Zach, I feel like there's one that you you should definitely have atop your mind, knowing uh, what one of your favorite things growing up was. I'm I'm really not putting much thought into JHs. I had a good friend mm. uh, growing up named Julia, who I I mean I, mm, I don't, but she was a JH, so I think a JH with her. Um, but but no, what's the thing that I'm missing here? Well, there's a member of the Fab Five. Okay. I mean, I'll let you take it from there. <laughs> Juwan Howard. Yes, I'm aware. Yeah. Juwan oh, Howard. I did see that one. <laughs> Honestly, we're really investing too much time into the JHs. <laughs> I was willing to tolerate it. I, I shouldn't say tolerate it. I was, I was going along with it when we did it at the show. When Bo came back to it the second time. All right, cool with it. Third time. <laughs> then I got on board and you were like, oh my gosh. <laughs> now it's, it's like we haven't even talked about Jalen Hurts' performance yet. Okay, but let's get to that in, JH. Yeah, but we're getting into JH. And by the way, Bo, you haven't even mentioned the most recent Eagle with JH. James Holzhauer. Mm. Jameson Houston, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's, let's, let's get to it. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's good. That let's get the John Hurts' performance. I think that made the whole thing worth it. <laughs> 
I think Jamison Houston has the payoff. Really, really sold the bit. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Jalen Hurts. You go. You go ahead. So the most recent thing we saw from Jalen Hurts was that final drive. And he was awesome on the final drive. It was he great. Was, uh, it was the best he had played in an Eagles uniform. And, and, and that includes the week one game against Atlanta. That includes the uh, game in New Orleans last year. Right. In he, Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, he was, he was really good there. He was what? Four for four. Um, he made some tough passes, you know, the second and 16 pass to Devante. Um, he, he ran for, for two first downs on, on third downs, including the one where, you know, he, he had that, that, uh, the leaping play uh, along the right sideline on Nick Sirianni said that that would be kind of like a, a memorable play in Philly had they won the game. I, I think that was a bit of hyperbole, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Like I, I don't think that play would be in like the annals of Eagles history, but nonetheless, it, it was an impressive play. And, it and would have they, been if he, if he was able to land on his feet and uh, then keep going. Keep going. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. That's true. Uh, but uh, no hurts her, the, the touchdown pass that Devante um, uh, uh, Nick said it was a, it was a zero blitz on him. Uh, put that in a good spot for Devonte. Made the play. Okay, so yeah, really encouraging to see that. That said, and, uh, and and by the way, credit to Jalen. If you heard his post game press conference, uh, was like completely honest. More so, frankly, than than you know Carson had had been in the past. I'm, I, I just bring up Carson not to compare one to the other because that's the most recent starting quarterback we've we've covered here, but he he pinpointed two throws that really vexed him after the game that, that, that were sticking with him. And that's the, uh, the play to Goddard that you mentioned right on the opening drive. He had Goddard down wide open and, and just, and just missed him. And then a touchdown pass to Devante on a third down when, uh, when he was backpedaling. When, and that play was very interesting. Yeah. Hertz Hertz was backpedaling. Um, Devante Smith ran open and, it's a pass. It's a it's a pass you need to make a high uh, a high stakes third down play in that situation. Uh, you gotta hit him. You it was you bad. gotta hit him. And it was interesting. Yeah. Smith said that because uh, it looked like it looked like at the line of scrimmage, Jalen Hurts um, uh, audible to that play because he went up, made a made a call. They changed their setup a little bit, but Devontae Smith explained that it was actually a dummy uh, uh, audible, and that was the plan the whole time. Uh, which is some good sort of inside baseball. I think Devonte is like uh, willing, willing to give things away. <laughs> Maybe un, un, uh, suspectingly, he's willing to be honest, which is nice. Um, but I think that's interesting because it tells you that like this is like it, it, Jalen Hurts knew this was the play, and so for him to like bail from the pocket, which he said he 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 thought there was some kind of pressure that wasn't there. And he's just he's just drifting, backpedaling for no reason. Like step into the throw. The guy's mm-hmm. wide open for a red zone throw. Hit him. Um, and yeah, it was. A, I mean, that was a, it was a huge mispass. Yeah. And he Jeff Hornacek. <laughs> in the uh, in the first half, he had what fifty four yards or, or 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 something like that passing. Um, yeah, I mean, certainly when we, we haven't even talked about the fact that like game plan wise, they were just pounding the ball. Um, yeah. And it was working for the most part. Uh, yeah. But no, I, I and this seems like an obvious statement to make. I, I said it to you after the game and you were like, yeah, duh. I'm, I mean, but I said, you know, if if the two teams switch, if the two teams switch John Hightower, there you go. If the two teams switch quarterbacks, the, the Eagles win this game. And I say that because I don't know if, if like Hertz takes advantage of the Eagles defense that way, number one. And I think Herbert makes more plays. And, uh, and, and so I point this out as, 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 as a way of saying, I was really impressed with Hertz on that fourth, uh, uh, in the fourth quarter on that drive there. And I'm, I'm really impressed with Hertz's intangibles, right? Like I, I think he, I think he, he, he cares about it. He wants to get better um, from all counts. He's a good teammate. Um, but, uh, you know, nine games into the season here, 
the consistency is not there. And the Eagles have clearly adjusted the way they're playing. Like, a, like a, at some point here, Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen and Kevin Petullo and, and, and Jamal Singleton and Brian Johnson, whoever's in that room, basically it, it seems like they were like, all right, we, we can't play the way we want to play. If we, if, if we want to maximize our chances of love winning, we need to play the way that best fits the quarterback. And the way that best fits the quarterback is not having him throw 30 plus times a game, right? It's, it's that if, if, if it's, if you're not down two touchdowns and you, and you need to throw every play uh, to run the ball, to try to uh, mix in play action, be opportunistic, uh, try to get some plays downfield. You saw that, that the, the play that got her was there. Um, you know, the play to Devante was, was there. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I think they need more consistency from Jalen Hurts. Well, I, and I think you touched on something there that, that was one of my takeaways from this game, which was that it seemed to me like, you know, last week and this week, if you're looking for like something positive, that the coaching staff is is now that we're halfway through the season, they have experience with this roster. It seems like they are now settling in on coaching the guys who are here and 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 putting like the best plan together, considering the pieces they have, and not just uh, you know trying to use the people who are here to do what they want to do. Um, you know, like you said, having uh, Jalen Hurts throw the ball thirty five times a game. You know, having uh, Eric Wilson and Alex Singleton out there like TJ Edwards is playing the most snaps because TJ Edwards is the best linebacker that they have. Uh, You know, they're running the ball because they've got a good offensive line. And that's one of the things they do best. And, you know, also they have been playing very bad run defenses the last two weeks. But um, like and it seems like there was sort of like a coalescing even on defense, even though they were giving up all these yards like those fourth down stops required um like guys being in the right spot and and like TJ Edwards making a good play and running onto the field knowing he was going to be there uh to combat the Chargers going quick on on fourth and two um i don't know i like I, this this game to me was like if i'm an eagles fan this game was fine uh like it it was it was competitive they played well and this was like you, you can't really expect to win this game necessarily. I don't know. Maybe that's maybe that's a well, low bar. Yeah, I mean, I, I go back to what I said at, at the beginning of the show. It's 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 not a devastating loss, but it, it would have been a good win and they were able to win, right? Jeez, it, by it, the was way, Javon Hargrave. It was a winnable game. Um so that said, uh the point you made about the coaching staff, it's a good point by you, and it's a it's 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 a valid one. And and frankly, like I think about Nick. Right. You know, you you wait, you, you you work your career. I was going to say you wait your career, but he's I mean, he's he's not that old. You 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 work your career to, to become a head coach when you get it. Realistically, you know, like you probably only get one shot at it. Right. Um, and he he takes the job probably with this idea of how he wants to play offense. And, and then it hits you, you know, a few months in maybe or a few weeks yeah. in that you you probably can't play offense the way you want to play offense right if if you want to win games and the 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 name of the game is is winning right so if you want to win games you you need to tailor it to your quarterback and 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 again that's that's probably that's that's why you often hear you know the advice for for coaches like who's your quarterback you know before you take a job who's your quarterback well mm-hmm. i don't know if nick was in that position where he could say that right um, but, and that's not to say Jalen's a bad quarterback. It's just that Jalen has, has, has unique talents. And in order to maximize Jalen hurts, I think they He's need to play those, I think they need to play to those talents and, and that's what they've started to do here. And, uh, these last two weeks have, have been better than obviously those preceding what, what, two, three games before that. Um, but overall, it just hasn't been consistent enough. Here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Does the last two weeks change your opinion of Miles Sanders? Hmm. Really good question. 
I think that we haven't that that Miles Sanders so didn't Jordan get Jordan Howard points. 17 for 71. Boston Scott 10 for 40. Yeah, Miles Sanders. Um I I think if Miles Sanders had that type of volume, he would have similar production. That said, I don't yeah. know if he'd have similar production, like not better production, right? Well, well, maybe he would, but I thought I think the way he would get it would be different. There would be more negative plays there. There'd be more plays at the line of scrimmage. Like I, I think what Jordan Howard and Boston Scott both give you is they take what's there, right? Like they, I don't okay. think they're gonna turn. I don't think they're gonna turn a a four yard gain into a forty yard gain. But I don't think they're going to turn a four-yard gain into a four-yard loss, right? And and there's something to be said about that. Jalen Rager can do that for you. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I guess that was never going to be a four-yard gain. But but they're they're getting positive yards. They're avoiding. You know, I I don't have the every third down in front of me. Okay, eight but, for twelve on third down. Yeah, but but that's what I'm saying. They were really good on third down tonight. Eight for twelve. You and, love a third down. Yes, I'm, I'm keen on third downs, and uh, and it's probably because they were in third and manageable often, right? Like you know, I'm I'm just going through my head of of some of these third downs. Well, I had that one drive when it was all 13 personnel. That was kind of fun. <laughs> but I'm just going through, the, you know, some of the third downs they converted. Like there was a a third and one in there. There was um, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, I mean. It, they, for the most part, they, they, they didn't have many third and longs that they needed to convert. Okay. You know, and I mean, Hertz of scrambles were what third and four, third and four. So you so, agree with me that they should have traded Miles Sanders? Do I? I don't agree with you on that. I mean, if they, if the return was there, yeah, I would have taken it. But again, I'm not gonna. If you say, all right, we're going to commit to the run and we're going to do it with Boston Scott and Jordan Howard and, and Kenny Gainwell, I, I, I'd say that's that's relatively uninspiring, right? Like, well, uh, they did that in this game and they almost won. Yeah, but I I don't know if it's like sustained. Like, I, I don't know if those guys are are, are good enough players that over, <laughs> over the length of a season, you want, I mean, you want them to be your guys, right? I, I, I think you... You probably want a little more explosiveness from that group. Well, theoretically, that's what Gainwell gives you. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you know what I thought the worst play of this game was from the Eagles? What's that? John Hightower taking out that kickoff. Yeah. Uh, and taking it to the 15-yard line. What was that? Why was he out zone. there? What was he doing? I'm going to ask Clay that. It's gonna be that such was a so bad. Yeah. They keep taking him out of the end zone. Why do they do that? <laughs> Um, that Hightower one was terrible. So, so like when when I saw Hightower out there, yeah, I I said to you, I I bet yeah, they have a shot. All, play. You were all over that. I'm like, I bet they have a shot play for Quez on first down, and and you know they they don't want to burn him here. But then it, it was just a running play on first, so I was wrong about that. I don't know why they went to Hightower there. That was so weird. I mean, it clearly didn't work. Yeah, I mean, it was very bad. Just imagine where where he would have got to if he wasn't fast. If you had to, if you if you took that same kickoff out of the end zone, how far do you think you would get? I wouldn't take it out of the end zone. Well, okay, but let's say you had to. I I wouldn't take it out of the end zone. I, okay, well, I, let's I, say you got it at the half yard line. Okay, <laughs> um, I'd probably get to. And you the, caught it. Let's say you caught it cleanly. Okay, I'd probably get to like the seven or eight yard line. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's a funny thing to think about. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, I mean, in in how 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 quickly does the distance between an elite athlete and schlubs like us grow? Like, do we get to well, like, 10? what's the hang time? What's the hang time on the kick on, on the typical kickoff? Mm, I don't know. I mean, but just watching that play, like he runs straight ahead and gets to the 15. Yeah. So like if if I'm running straight ahead right next to John Hightower, how quickly does he separate from me? Like, is it well, 15 to up, 10? Is it 15 to 8? And again, I haven't watched it back yet, but just in, in real time, it was kind of like a directional kickoff, right? So he he was running sideways to catch it. Right. So you have to 
run Very sideways dope. to catch it. You have to turn your body and then you have to go run <laughs> straight. It, it's, it seems like there's a lot of wasted yeah, you know, it was very silly for him to run that, run that out. Um, okie dokie, artichoke. What else? We what have what have we not touched on? We should touch on Devonte Smith. He had a really good game today. We should touch on Devonte Smith. Yes, and five uh, catches for one sixteen mm-hmm. uh, and a touchdown. All of his catches at least nineteen yards. None of them longer than twenty eight yards. All of them for first downs or touchdowns. Um, he's really good. And I actually thought, I will say, I thought that the other five passes to Devontae Smith from Jalen Hurts were were uh, all well uh, placed. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, if we I don't want to sound like one of those guys who's like, well, if you watch the all 22, but, you know, when you watch him this year. Okay, when you've gone back during the week and watched it, he he gets open consistently, right? right. So like it 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 does feel like Jalen Hurts is not the right quarterback for him. Yeah. So like the the lack of I shouldn't say the lack of production, the, the lack of major production, right? When you're looking at like what Jamar Chase is doing, for instance, you know, just to use a, a wide receiver. Um he's he's not they're not getting him the ball enough and and part of that's target share right you, you know i mean he he's had he had what three targets last week that game was out of hand but he had uh you know a four against the bucks six against dallas seven against san fran like like that's 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 not enough he need he needs to be a, a high volume wide receiver number one and number two you know he's he gets open if if you throw him the ball mm-hmm. nine ten times he's gonna catch it six or seven times no doubt about it. He's really good. Yes. And he, he was uh, willing to talk a little bit after the game about uh, what this week has been like for him. Obviously, he is uh, extremely close with Henry Ruggs. He, he said a couple weeks ago, you know, brother from another mother. Henry Ruggs said he's family. Uh, like he I, he's basically like blood. Um, so obviously, this was a, a, uh, a wrenching week for him. Sure. Um, and I don't know, like that's uh, that's real life, right? That's that's uh, like the complicated things that people deal with. Uh, you know, you've got crazy things going on in your life. You got to come up and show up and go to work. Like I don't know, it's it. I would imagine very difficult for him to compartmentalize, but but um, impressive nonetheless. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's a cliche statement to say. But because because you you hear people say, it, but like they're they're humans first, right? Like you know we we talk about them sometimes as if they're like characters, in exactly. Our, you know, but but they they deal with the same emotions that that all of us deal with, um, and and uh, and and do it in a very high profile way. So so when someone exactly. is going through something that that you know. I mean, it's not an apples for apples thing, but, but, but like, but, but whatever you might have in your life or I might have in my life and Marissa might have in her life. Right. Um, and you know, whatever we're dealing with it, they're dealing with it often in a public forum. Right. Um, so it's, it's even more pronounced. And, uh, but uh, this was, uh, this was, I, I gotta think, you know, it would affect, it would affect, uh, most people. And, and he was honest that it did, it it did affect him, um, and uh, but he was able to compartmentalize it, like you said. He was able to, you know, that's that's the, that's the job. I I get it, but I also acknowledge that there are human elements in it, and and you know, there's 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 a lot of emotions that are are attached to these things. Um, this is what he said. Uh, I'm trying to pull up his quote here. Yeah, once you walk on the field, everything that is in football kind of goes out the window. Honestly, it's like you have another headspace out there, and that's why you—that's what you focus on. Uh, yeah. Well, I, that's that's going to be in the day after, so you can you can yeah. Make sure you read, read it. it I, I love, yeah. yeah. Uh, completely separately from that, um, borderline insensitive, insensitively so. Uh, what do you think about a? restaurant called the cumin element 
the cumin element like instead of the human element the cumin element what's the context here what's the well you said something about human element and it got me thinking about the cumin element uh, uh like k-u-m-a-n like the spice c-u-m-i-n oh okay all right yeah uh good idea for a restaurant you should open it hashtag human element okay hashtag bwf human element um okay but i mean otherwise like beyond the physical stuff like i mean Devonte smith's just really good and yes. if you're if you're thinking about like okay there are no moral victories in the nfl uh you know a, a win is a win and a loss is a loss well like from a big picture standpoint for a franchise that has whiffed on some top picks lately and is looking for foundational pieces. It certainly looks like they have, they have hit one. Mm. Okay. Uh, no punts. For the, for the track and time this season, Eagles have not forced a punt. Yes. No turnovers in this game on either side. Unless you count turnovers on downs. Yeah, no takeaways. Yep. Um, Landon Dickerson got banged up, played through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, I think, a little bit less effective as the game went on because of that. Andre Sachere flying around. Marcus Epps. I like a Marcus Epps. Tyree uh, Jackson made his debut. He sure did. He's tall. I was disappointed they didn't throw anything to him. No one's ever called me that. That's not true. I bet people have called you tall. Literally, no one has ever called me tall. What do you? Uh, you don't know what your what your kids talk about when you're not around. <laughs> okay. There's tall daddy. <laughs> Look at him go. Look at him go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'll say, okay. All right. You go. Uh, I think, I think there's been a lot of uh, uh, excitement from listeners to find out your thoughts on the updated Aaron Rodgers situation after his interview with. uh, Wait, so, so, so what was the issue with my, with what I said the other day? I don't know. Well, I, I I saw someone responded with like as you know Zburn reaction thumbs down. <laughs> um, what was it? I, I, I was I was literally just trying to get like stay as far away. From <laughs> just me. trying to get out of there yeah, alive. It's, it's, you know. Yeah, you know, like I, I, I know. I I I, I think the whole thing is that you don't have to be worried about criticizing Aaron Rodgers for being an a hole. I just like I I like to put thought into what I'm gonna say, right? I actually, I was thinking about this the other day. Jail, um, jail, jail, jail. <laughs> I, I empathize. So I, yeah, I, I, I do. Have, this podcast sometimes has made me empathize with athletes doing like press conferences or interviews, right? You go up there and you're just expected to, to just respond to something, <laughs> like, you know, whatever's on someone else's mind. Are you uh, worried you're in the crosshairs of the woke mob cancel culture? No, no, what I'm saying is, is that like, if, if you sent me an email on something, I would, I would put a lot of thought in how I respond to the email. Like, right. Like it would, it would be reflective of, of what I'm thinking. Right. If you ask me something on the pod, um, I, I mean, first off, there's, there's like a dozen things you're thinking about. Right. Then you're thinking about what your answer should be in, in, in real time. You want to say it in a coherent way. Okay. So you, you don't want to be stumbling in your delivery. You, you want to be succinct. You want to be precise. You want to be entertaining. Um, and then also you don't want to say something that that's going to end up uh, not being reflective of, of what you think or, ref, or, or like reflect poorly on those that you're associated with, you know, uh, which is, which is Marissa Shield and you. So, uh, so yeah, so like, I was not expecting to have that conversation literally like 30, you know, on 30 minutes after the news came out, <laughs> because that's what it was Thursday, right? No, the news came out earlier in the week. No, he, it was, it was Thursday, right? Wasn't it Thursday or was it Wednesday or Thursday? No, it was earlier. It was not earlier. Yes, Marissa, it what was. day did it come out? 
It was Tuesday or Wednesday. It was it, it, it was think, not the day that it came out. I think out. it was I think it was Tuesday. Because it was this yeah. No, because it was a day we were at Novacare and um because because so it had to be Wednesday okay. or Thursday. Well, then it was Wednesday. I mean it was definitely the day before. Okay. So it was it was it was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. It was, it was Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Yep. I honestly I I did not put that much thought into it. I, I did. So I did Friday. I, I, I listened to, I listened to what he said. Right. I mean, look, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm, I'm not, I, I haven't put much thought into it right now either. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going down there. I'm, I'm not. He's. I, I I don't have a a succinct way of of saying it at, at one thirty six. So <laughs> I'm sorry, but look, he he said what he said. He spoke his mind, um, and everyone can form an opinion for themselves. That's that's the great thing about this. You still with me? I was just wondering if, if the, the longer I stopped talking, whether you whether you would continue going. <laughs> I had a point that so it's it's funny. I I had a point about the Eagles that I won the raise and I was about to raise it. And then I heard you say, Oh, and I thought you had a real exciting thing to talk about regarding the Eagles. I did. Okay, what was that? Well, no, not regarding the Eagles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Exciting okay. thing to talk about. Yeah, no, it's not. Okay. Um, what was your what was your thing? Okay, so Denver had a big win today against Dallas. Played really well, right? Uh, that's who the Eagles play next week. Yes. They're in Denver, okay? Um, I but, think the Eagles are going to win next week. And this is no disrespect to Teddy Bridgewater. This is no disrespect to Trevor Simeon, okay? Um, the next seven games on the Eagles' schedule are against uh, either mediocre or bad quarterbacks. Um, that's... You know, that's just or I, I should say bottom tier quarterbacks in the NFL, mid tier or bottom tier quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, you know, they, I don't think they, there's anyone who's going to take offense at you calling Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> so like, at best mediocre. Yeah. So they have the Broncos, Saints, Giants, Jets, Washington, Giants, Washington. And then Although Mike White, you know. Yeah. So now nah, there's a good quarterback. So uh, so my my point is that. We've seen, frankly, what this defense has done against these types of quarterbacks or these types of offenses, uh, and I'm uh, I, I'm curious if the defense goes on a roll here. Is it that they've turned it around, or is it deceiving? What's a real issue? Because ultimately, if you're a good team, you 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 got to beat good teams. It can't just be feasting. Well, they're against, not a good team. Yeah. But the, they aspire to be a good team at some point, right? So, so my so my point is is that like if if they go on a roll here, or even like if if they play five hundred ball in the final eight games, and if and if you do that, then you're a seven when you're a seven and ten team, which isn't like uh, you know that's that's not good, but it's it's not you're you're not one of the bottom five teams in the NFL, right? Um, if, and they can frankly play better than 500 ball, but if they do that and you're going into next season, do you, do you go into it thinking that, oh, your, your defense has figured it out or do you go into it saying, well, if, no. if we're going to be good in 2022, we need to, and when I say we, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I mean, like they could give, they could give up 10 points a game over the next eight games and they, and they would be insane to think that they've figured. Okay, things so out that's, defense. that's a more succinct way of, uh, yeah, of answering what I'm saying. So, so you think that there's nothing that can be gained by seeing them against these bad quarterbacks that they're going to think there's to nothing that can be gained, but I don't think, uh, no, uh, I don't think but you need to see them do it against a good quarterback. To think it's not even that it's just it's that like how many times do we see teams uh make the mistake of overvaluing the last like the the last quarter of their of their season okay like that's like that is a it's a classic mistake but so so the devil's advocate 
would I mean if they you? if they if they do something different on defense, uh there's like some kind of evolution of this defense under Gannon. You know, you take that into consideration, but like you can't be you can't be thinking that like they've solved anything. Well, the reason I I bring this up is is because you know there are people who would uh, who would tell you that that like judging someone based on how they play against Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady and Justin Herbert and Dak Prescott and I wouldn't consider Derek Carr in that category, right? But 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 like you know that's that's a tough curve to grade somebody on. And I, I get that, but okay, well, if welcome you as- to the NFL, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I was about to say. If you aspire to be a good team, then you, you need to step up against good teams and you, you can't be the best performance on the quarterback schedule every week. Exactly. So I think that's right. So that's just, it's, it's just something to keep in mind here because the, the, I mean, the way I think you can evaluate, you know, how Gannon problem solves as the season goes on, mm-hmm. but I think it doesn't change like where the holes on the on the roster are, things yeah. like that. I mean, I I literally I, I I had them three and six at this juncture. I had them getting here a different way, but I I had them three and six, and then I had them finishing seven and ten. So, uh, like throughout the year, I said the schedule gets soft in November and December, and that's even more pronounced because, you know, I, I didn't think that that the Saints would would be on their what third string quarterback, basically. Um, it's really second string. But but going into the the summer or, or going into the season, it was it was going to be Winston or Hill. Uh, it was it was really just going to be Winston. Um, I mean, Washington is down, you know, to their backup. Right. The Jets are. I mean, we'll see if Zach Wilson's back by then. Um, but but my point being that like they're this is this is the the point in their schedule where if we're talking about a a, a four one team in December, that's really bad. Like we should be doing, they should be going into into the bye week with at least six wins. Or I'm sorry, not at least six wins. No, at at, at 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 least five wins rather. I'm I'm sorry. They should be two and two at least in these next four games. Hmm. Three or four, which are on the road, by the way. There you go. But only one of them, which is a plane right away. Yes. All right, Zach. Uh, you want to set the scene for the week to come? Yeah. So it's a pretty standard week. Uh, Monday will be Nick Sirianni's press conference. We'll hear from Gannon. And Shane Steichen and Michael Clay about the John Hightower kick retoff return on Tuesday. Uh, Wednesday, they're back out there at practice. Uh, we'll hear from Jalen Hurts on Wednesday. Uh, players on Thursday. Then, you know, Sirianni and players on Friday. And then uh, they and we head to Denver on Saturday. First time the Eagles play there since the 2013 season. Uh, when Peyton Manning was the quarterback for Denver. And... Um, looking forward to that trip and looking forward to the podcast Tuesday night. I, I can't wait to hear Shields' insight on this game. Looking forward mm-hmm. to Thursday's pod. This podcast. <laughs> looking forward to Thursday's pod. And uh, yeah, a, a, a lot of coverage coming up. So, so make sure to check it all out on uh, The Athletic. All right. Sounds good. Well, for Zach and Marissa and Shield. And uh, women's tennis legend Justine Hennen. I'm Bo. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you on Tuesday at 8 o'clock. And as always, we love you.